Hello, River Valley. I just want to say uh, I hope your year ended well for you in 2019. I know my year ended well. And uh, 2019 was a year for me that was a lot of shifting. A lot of shifting took place. And it makes me think of the, the song that we have at our church where they say there's a shift in the atmosphere and, and they're singing that. I want to sing it even now, but I, I love the new songs that we've uh, written as a team that are coming out. That is actually coming out in March this year. But it felt for me there was a shifting that was going on. It was all a, a good thing. It was good movement. And I feel that God is getting us ready for what's next, which leads me to say that uh, this message is very timely for us to focus in on getting our breakthrough for 2020. It's very appropriate for us to focus on this. And I'm going to talk about really three things that will help you get our breakthrough for us to get our breakthrough. And it's going to be to spend time in God's word. It's going to be that we take time to pray and that's we start the year off with fasting. So don't check out on me. Those are the three things that I believe that are going to lead to a breakthrough. And uh, next week we'll have our recap. We'll have uh, talking about vision and I'll be again looking more forward but today, this is a, a time for us to say we are going after this breakthrough and uh, joining up with thousands of other churches all across America that are praying together with a 21-day emphasis. And uh, additionally, we're doing some other things. And I just, I just believe that there's a breakthrough that is going to happen. And I believe this, the breakthrough is going to happen when you apply what you hear today. The breakthrough is not, you're not in the service now and you're like, I'm looking for my breakthrough right now. And maybe there'll be something that just be boom, it'll hit you and you'll be like, I got my breakthrough. And we are believing for that at all times in every service. But this is one of those ones that again, if the breakthrough is gonna come when you apply it. So turn to your neighbor right now and say, we need to do this. Go ahead, turn to your neighbor and say, we need to do this. You, you need to do that. Every campus, we need to do this. This is something, I am putting all the responsibility for the breakthrough. On you. I'm putting it on you. You have to apply this. And I'm going to deliver this. And uh, I do want to give you permission right now. Um, and again, you have to do this. The Bible talks about in James, just don't be somebody that hears it and doesn't apply it. Think about this. You would not look at a mirror and see that you had food on your face and go, oh, well, and walk away. You would wipe it away. You would see something that would cause you to respond and then you would respond accordingly. And I'm asking that our church would hear this, not just be hearers, but doers. And let's do the things that we need to do. Now, I want to give you permission. And I said it last year when I preached this message and I reviewed, I watched last year's prayer and fasting message. And uh, that was like the last message I did without a beard. And uh, again, you can notice that it's still here. So we're all good in the Becca department. We're good. All right. And uh, the beard is okay. So, uh, but I, I do want to say that I, I gave the permission then and I'll give it now. Download the app right now. Go online, download the River Valley Church app because so much of your discipleship will, will be helped by downloading the app and getting it onto your smartphone and be able to do that or your iPad or whatever you're using. Download the app and get it there. There's so many things that will be there for you to just have tools and that will help you in your discipleship. So as I said earlier, the three things that we're gonna do for a breakthrough, we're gonna read God's word. We are going to pray for God's will and we're going to fast for the breakthrough. Those are three things that we're going to do. And I want to start with reading God's word. And I didn't do this last year when I spoke on this, but I want to just let you know that we are so deeply committed to doing this in reading God's word. And if you're unfamiliar right now, we are already in a reading program 
right now to read the entire New Testament in the month of January. Now, Sunday's the 5th, and, and you say, well, I'm already behind. You're not too far behind. If you have not joined us on this already, I want to tell you to join us right now, read today's reading, and then just extend yours for four more days into February. Do it that way. Or on days that you have a little more margin, a little more time, get caught up. Don't try to get caught up all in one day unless it works in your schedule. But we are doing this and we are focusing in on reading the entire New Testament in 31 days. All right, so we're re- we wanted to do the whole Bible. It just takes a greater commitment of time. And I felt like I wanted to start with the words of Jesus, the life of Jesus, then the writings to the early church, and then the things that we're looking forward to in Revelation. So we're going to read New Testament in 30 days. And uh, it's in the, the uh, SOAP journal. It's, it's there with us. It's in the uh, app. I'm looking for my bookmark. Yeah, I got an old school bookmark. Some of you like the old school bookmarks. It's there for all of you to be able to do that, to be able to check it off and to read the Bible or the New Testament all in the month of January. Now, there's no excuses. No excuses. Don't say, well, I can't do it. Uh, Yes, you can. You can do this. We can all do this together. I am committed to this. Our church is committed. I hope it didn't catch you by surprise. Um, But we are committed to getting God's word into us. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Right? That's a great thing. It's talking about the word of God in us will keep us from sinning and doing the things that we do wrong. Romans 10, 17 says, consequently, faith comes by hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. It's the word. We want to hear this. 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, all scripture, the Bible, all scripture, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And I want you equipped. I want you to be equipped. I don't want you to be uh, somebody that's dependent upon, I've got to come to church and hear only what the pastor has. I, I got to only hear what others have fed me and others have prepared for me. And I love that I get to do this. I love that our team gets to prepare messages, but our goal is for you to be self-fed. Our goal is for you to be able to look into the word of God, to grow and to be self-fed and to be able to do that and be able to say, I'm going to take the word of God and learn how to apply it to my life. Now, I I just want to let you know that our SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. SOAP, Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. And uh, usually we just assign two chapters every day and sometimes a few more if they're like shorter verses, two chapters every day. And uh, we ask you to look at that scripture, read it, uh, write down what you observe, uh, how it applies to your life. Like, you know, you might say, Lord, this applies to me. I need to have more faith. And then you pray it. And um, I brought my journal here. I just have it. And I have old school journal. I write it all down. I I put it right in here and I I like to have it this way. It holds me accountable. It also gets me disconnected from the digital world and we're able to do that. And I want you to do this. Now, in this 31 days, we are not just looking at a few, you know, somebody once, one of our pastors said this, we're not just looking at a few veins in the leaf. We're looking at the whole tree. You know, for the most time, we're just doing two chapters. It's like a little vein in a leaf. We're digging down into two chapters. But for this, we're going to go through and see the whole New Testament in the 31 days. And I really, I just have to reiterate it again. You can and you will do this. 
We are disciples. And some of you just had a little bow up right there. You're like, he's told me I have to think of me like your personal trainer. Okay. I told you to do another rep. I'm trying to get you to not be so flabby spiritually. All right. So don't get mad at me. All right. We can do this. We should do this. Now we're going to get the whole New Testament in there. And there was a study that was done. This is amazing. This is why reading the word of God is so important. This is why a study was done by the Center for Bible Engagement and they surveyed 40,000 Christians, 40,000. So not just a few, 40,000. And they found out if they read the word of God one time a week, it had very little effect on their uh, personality, on their life and all the things that were going on around them. All the things are one time a week. You say it's still powerful. Yes, it is. But it, it didn't show any measurable results. Two times a week, still didn't show any measurable results that people would read the Bible two days a week. Then it said three days a week. At three days a week, there was just a, like a little rumble in their survey. Like it was like flat, flat. And at three days, it was just a little spike and it showed something was going on. But day four, if you read the word of God, if you got into the Bible four days a week, all of a sudden it went boom. You would think that it would go one, two, three, four. It didn't. It went one, two, three, four. And it's like a spike in growth. And I'm telling you right now, some of you say, well, I tried that. I was once a week, twice. No, you need to be four times a week. Four times a week. You get to four times a week reading the word of God and doing that things, it just spiked off the chart. It's like they cracked the code. I love that about people right now today that are using data and analytics and they're trying to figure that all out and they're trying to see if they can crack the code. What's the code that will turn somebody from here to here and there to there? And what will take a, a customer that's kind of loyal and make them really loyal? They're looking for the things that crack the code and these guys have figured it out. This is the thing that makes the difference. It moves the needle. What happens at four days a week, feeling lonely drops 30%. I mean, some of you right now, I'm opening up their Bible right now. Anger issues drop 32%. Bitterness in relationships, that's marriage, parenting, friendship. Bitterness in relationships drops 40%. I couldn't believe this one. Alcoholism drops 57% by reading the word of God four days or more per week. Here's another one. It especially applies to uh, uh, men in our church, but it applies to everybody. But viewing porn drops 61%. If you're in the word of God four times a week, do you understand? I'm trying to help you become a fully devoted follower. And this year we are gonna read God's word. We're gonna have these things. Um, another thing, spiritually stagnant. If you feel spiritually stagnant, which we hear as pastors a lot, people say, I feel stagnant, I feel stagnant. Four times a week, it drops 60%. These are stats that they found and I'm sharing with you on a positive note. If you read the word of God four times a week or more, it's a 200% increase in you sharing your faith. 200% increase that you're gonna share your faith. 230% increase that you're gonna be discipling other people, that you'll be leading a life group or discipling other people or really caring about people that are coming up behind you. Can you understand? This is, this is why the Bible says in Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. This right here, I don't know how many lumens this would be. I don't know how many, uh, millions and millions of lumens coming into your life and lighting your path. And some of you are trying to do it and you got bitterness and anger and you've got issues going on. You're battling alcohol and you got battling pornography. And God's like, I've given you the tool. It's right here. I told you to do it. 
And, and we, we just like, we, we try and then quit. I'm saying try, stick with it, stay with it. And let's get through the whole New Testament in the month of January. And then don't drop it there. Stay with it. Stay with it. And some of the readings you're like, oh, we already read that. It doesn't matter. I believe this, the Bible has time release capsules. Yeah. I read it in January and I highlight it all up. I get to May, I'm like, why did I highlight that? You know, I don't know why I did. And then I get in May and then something else jumps out at me. Keep reading it and stay there. This is something that we're gonna do. Our breakthrough will happen when we apply this. I watched people, when we gave them a Bible for the first time, I watched people kiss their Bible when they got it their first time. Please don't live in a world where people are kissing the Bible and you're neglecting yours. This is something we're gonna get our breakthrough by reading the word. So the first thing, reading the word. The second thing is we're gonna pray in 2020. And uh, I shared this with Becca. I said, we're gonna pray in 2020. I love that. And she's like, of course we're gonna pray in 2020. I was like, no, no, I mean like 2020 vision. Like, isn't it cool? Like who else is with me? Come on, we're gonna pray in 2020. I'm gonna pray with perfect vision in 2020. And it just made me think of James chapter four, verse three, it says, and when you ask, you don't receive it because your motives are bad. You ask for things to use on your own pleasures. And God's like, the reason you're not getting the answers to your prayer is like your motive's bad, your vision is wrong, and you're not praying in alignment with my vision for your life. And I'm like, I'm gonna pray in 2020. How many are with me? We're gonna pray in 2020 and, and just make that your desire this year. I'm gonna pray in a greater alignment with God's plan for my life. I'm gonna pray in greater alignment with the things he wants. I'm gonna pray less selfish prayers and I'm gonna pray in greater alignment. Now, we set aside uh, 21 days to pray and to fast. And even when I mentioned that word, I know many people are like fast, fast. Yes, we're gonna fast, but let me talk about prayer for a moment. We are gonna uh, be praying together and here's the good news, you're not late on this one. The 21 days of prayer and fasting starts January 6th. So Monday starts there and 21 days, we're gonna be praying together and there's things that we're gonna pray for again on the app. There's videos that have been made and there's alignment of things that we're gonna pray for together. And, and this is a time for us to spend that time communicating with God because that's really what prayer is. Prayer is communicating with God. It's, it's us having that moment. It's allowing us to talk with God and we speak and he speaks and we listen and it's, a, it's, a, it's an exchange that's going on. Prayer is all over the Bible. We're commanded to pray without ceasing. And uh, here's what I understand. When we pray, we increase our connection with God. When we pray, we increase our connection with God. He gets bigger. And it's not that he gets bigger, like he gets bigger in our eyes. Our faith increases, our trust increases, and we increase our contact with God. It's very important. When we pray, we increase our contact with him. We strengthen that bond. We strengthen that. And there's a, there's a, a thing here that talks about prayer and fasting. And if I, I'll, I'll just reference it. I referenced it last year too, but it's so important. In Matthew 17, the disciples were trying to cast out a demon out of this uh, boy. And they were like, why can't we do it? And, you know, he said, it's strong. And, he's, and, he, and he said, there's problems here. And basically Jesus rebukes him. And he says, you're an unbelieving and perverse generation. He says, you're an unbelieving and a perverse. And he's saying, basically, you're, you're not connected strong enough to God and you're too connected to the world. You're not connected strong enough to God and you're too connected to the world. And so let me talk about that because fasting disconnects us from the world 
and prayer connects us to God. So our answers are right there. He's like, I want you to pray more. I want you to fast. And as you pray, you'll increase your connection to God. You're going to increase this and it's going to be strengthened. And as you fast, you will disconnect from the world and you'll have the world's hold on you get weaker. And as you pray, God's hold on you gets stronger. And so we need to pray. Now, I'm praying that we'll pray in 2020. And uh, that's going to be just my, my side thing. I'm going to write in my journal. I want to pray in 2020. I want to pray in perfect alignment, perfect vision, perfect alignment with what God has for me. And you may not realize this, but again, in my, in my journal here, I have my prayer list. I'm just trying to help you to understand. I mean, I'm praying for my family. I'm praying for Becca, Connor, Logan, and Michaela. I'm praying for my extended family. I got my mom, Rick's family, Roger's family, Ryan's family, Janine's family. We got Paul and Betty, you know, my in-laws. We got Tom's family, Naomi's family. Now, Naomi is not here anymore, but we're praying for her whole family. I'm praying for Hung's family, Mun's family. Becca has two Vietnamese brothers. I, I'm praying for my staff. Do you know my staff? I'm praying for you. I'm praying for our leadership. I'm praying for our deacons. I'm praying for our campus pastors. It's right here. I pray for our enti entire staff. I'm praying for the preacher's kids. They're on my prayer list. I'm praying for the Assembly of God leaders that are above me. I'm praying for ARC leadership that I'm part of, the ARC board. I'm praying for our executive presbytery that I serve on. I'm praying for our 500 future missionaries and I'm praying for our current missionaries. I pray for the children in our church. I, I put them on my list. I specifically wanna pray for them and the youth in our youth group, I'm praying for you. And then I pray for our government leaders. That's on my prayer list. It's right there and I'm praying those things. I wanna pray in 2020 and I'm asking you to strengthen your prayer that you would do that. In our, in our 21 days of prayer and fasting, we're praying for our values, we're praying for our team, and we're praying for our dreams. I love that. And we're starting out praying for the presence of God. We're praying for that. And I'm just praying right now that we would do that, that you would say, I am going to pray. I taught more on this last year and I didn't have enough time to, to go deeper on this. I would just encourage you to talk to your um, campus pastors or one of the pastors at uh, your campus. I'd encourage you to talk to a life group leader. Um, ask them about their prayer life. Ask them to help you to grow. Watch last year's message. Again, I talk a little bit more on how to pray. I'm, I'm pressing to get through all of this. But I want you to pray for that. I, I value your prayer. I want you to pray for our values, our team, and our dreams, and us to pray together. Our breakthrough will happen when we pray. Our breakthrough will happen when we pray and we've got to increase our connection to God. Now, the third thing, some of you are hoping I'd run out of time. You know, like, oh, fast is called off. Pastor Rob ran out of time. I'm not running out of time. I saved enough time for this. We're doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. And can I just say this? I know I joked around last year with it a lot. Um, I, I saw something happen last year. How many are with me? You know what I'm talking about. We, we saw something happen last year when we started to pray together. I had campus pastors that were like, we're praying together, we're fasting together. People that had never fasted before fasted. And I only gave you a few days notice last year. Same thing. I'm declaring that on, on Wednesday the 8th, Wednesday the 8th, we would make that a day of prayer and fasting. I'm asking that on that day, you are going to do this. What is fasting? You're going to eliminate the distractions for a spiritual purpose. You're going to give up. You're going to go without food for a certain time. You're going to say no to something that's good, to say yes to something that's better. And that's a breakthrough in 2020. 
And so we're going to say no to it. And uh, again, I gave so many practical things that I will help you to understand this because I know for so many fasting, it it just gets a a pushback, but it didn't last year. And I want to build on what we did last year and say, let's, let's continue to get the breakthrough. And please, there are so many resources online. There's so many resources online that are there that in our app and on our website that will help you to be able to do this. But fasting is all over the Bible. It's all over the Bible and it's all around us in culture. Um, I'm intrigued when um, Muslims, they fast. They fast Ramadan and they do that for 40 days. And it's so interesting to me, like they don't say like, you know, hey, it's Ramadan, I'm opting out. You know, it's like, no, it's, it's what they do. And it's interesting to me that our, our church and many Christians will be like, oh, fasting, I'm opting out, pass. We, can't, we don't want to opt out of this. Jesus said, when you fast, when you fast. And I'm not asking us to do a 40-day fast, but I'm asking us to do a, a time of prayer and fasting that we will say we, we desire to, to push back on the things that are holding us back. We desire to be less connected to those things. Remember, prayer connects us to God. Fasting disconnects us from the world, okay? And in that disconnect, I wanna let you know that you're, you're you, who you are, you are made up of three things. You are made up of a body, a soul, and a spirit. Body, soul, and spirit, all right? Your body, we all know, we're like body, right? Got it. You know, your soul, your emotions, and then spirit, which connects with God. Okay, how many know that your body and your soul rule the day most days? You know, your body's like hungry. You're like, oh, pulling in, you know, gonna get something to eat. You know, your emotions are like, I can't go. I'm an emotional wreck. I can't, you know, and then the emotions are spiked up. How many are like right after Christmas too, like body and, and soul have been dominating the scene, you know? Body and soul have been dominating. And why not take this time right now and say, no, spirit is going to dominate right now. And it's interesting. As we're fasting, our, our spirit man is increasing and our body and soul man is decreasing. We're, we're disconnecting from the world. The body is not in charge anymore. The spirit is in charge. And so we are going to say that, that the, the spirit is going to get recharged. The spirit is going to have that opportunity to help us to get recharged and back on, on plan again. We got to go after this and say, God, I desire to do this. I will not fight against this. I want to be part of this. Now, so many people push back and I, I just give a, a, an address, just kind of address this for a second. Um, if you're taking medicine, please consult with your doctor. But I'm asking for one day. Uh, I, I, I'm asking like, maybe don't take your vitamins that day to upset your stomach. Do it the next day. Some people just want to do juice that day and say for 24 hours, I'm, gonna, I, I'm asking for a breakthrough. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll throw this out there. I'd even do it 8th, 15th, and 22nd. I'm going to, as pastor, I'll go on those Wednesdays with you and be able to do that. But I'm asking the whole church for the 8th, all right? Just to be clear. Is it clear? Just going for the 8th, all right? I'm just going for the 8th, but I'm going to go 8th, 15th, 22. Let's do this. Now, I want to let you know another thing. I want you to be praying for a breakthrough and fasting for a breakthrough for other people. On the 24th of this month, on the 24th, we're actually doing a worship night with everybody. 
And I believe all campuses, if it's not all, it's almost all of the campuses are doing a worship night on the 24th. And I'm believing that as we're in this time of prayer and fasting, God's going to give us a breakthrough. And I want, I, I'm just declaring it even now. Let's believe that that night is going to be a night of breakthrough and miracles. Let's just believe it. It's going to be a night of breakthrough and miracles. And let's have our faith rise up because we're going to be more connected to God. We're going to be more disconnected for the things of the world. And we're going to pursue after this moment and say, God, do something special within us. Now, don't push back. Don't push back against it. Some people say, well, I, I get headaches. I'll get bad breath. I'll get BO. I'll get a bad attitude. Normal, 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 normal. All normal. It's all normal. Okay, you're normal. That's what happens. All right. Remember, body is fighting to hold its spot. And then you're like, I am just an emotional wreck. Okay, that's soul fighting for its spot. And the spirit man is saying, I want to be connected. I want to be more connected with God. I want to be disconnected from the things of the world. And I want to pursue after the things of God. And I'm believing that we will have a breakthrough. I believe that. We need that. We need miracles. We need things of, that, that will happen and just be a breakthrough in our church. I believe that there'll be an alignment that will happen in fasting. We're not twisting God's hand behind it. Like, oh, okay, I'll give it to you, River Valley. He's like, do you understand what I want to give you? Do you understand how I want to bless you this year? Do you understand what, what I could do if you were greater connected to me and, and more disconnected from the world? Do you understand what I could do? And, and then we get that breakthrough. And with that, that thought of disconnect, some of you thought I was going to miss this. I'm not. How about social media? How about social media? I um, give up political talk radio and you know my wife is always like that's not fair I give up desserts you know I'm like I'll do that I mean we'll give up dessert we'll do it but for me that's a big deal but I want to disconnect I want to be less worried about what's going on in the world of, of politics and more worried about what's going on in heavenly realms I want to be more worried about the breakthrough that we need and so I'm asking that you'd look at giving up things on social media Perhaps you say to the world on Instagram or wherever you're at, going on a 21-day fast. You'll hear from me later. But it's a time for you to get less connected to the things of the world, more connected to God, and see a breakthrough happen. Now, we know what we want this year. We want a breakthrough in 2020. We want a breakthrough. This is a year of our, our 25th anniversary. I mean, this is amazing to me to think about in August. Please join us. Uh, as we celebrate 25 years, but I believe we're in a breakthrough moment. I'll close with this thought. In Acts 13, the Bible talks about them praying and fasting. And it says they were praying and fasting. The early church was praying and fasting. And what were they doing? They were trying to think of, there was, a, there was a change that was happening. They were getting ready to send out people. They were saying, we're going to send out these missionaries. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit said, separate from me, Paul and Barnabas, like separate them. There's something that's going, there's a separating going on and ascending. And I believe that, I just am feeling that this year with our 25th, it's one of those moments like we've, we've made it to this point for God to launch us into this point. Our best days are ahead of us. And I'm believing that, that it's like get to here to see. And I believe that there's that, that intensity that is needed for us to say, we desire to, to, 
to seek you, to separate, to figure out what's next. Who are we sending? What are we doing? Where are we going? God, we want a breakthrough in 2020. And so I'm praying that you'll be committed. Read the word. I'm praying that you'll pray daily. And I'm praying that you'll, you'll fast and, and you'll do that. And we have that 21 days of prayer and fasting. Don't stop praying there. Keep going. And I'm believing for a breakthrough in 2020. And it'll happen not because of this message, but it's going to happen when you apply it. When you apply it and live this out and you, you say, I'm in, I'm on this. God brought me here for a reason. I'm in. Let's go for the breakthrough. So agree with me in prayer right now. Let's believe God for a breakthrough. So God, I am praying right now for a breakthrough in 2020. This is, this is our, we're going to pray in 2020. There's going to be great alignment. Your word is going to become precious to us and it's going to change us. We are going to be more than four times a week. God, we desire to go into it every single day. And God, I'm praying for a breakthrough as we read the word, breakthrough as we spend time in prayer and breakthrough as we fast together as a church. We desire, and I'm believing now even for miracles on the worship night. I'm praying that as we come in, there'd be a buzz in the room a buzz in the room, ready to go to worship you and see what you want to do for your glory and for your honor. God, we desire breakthrough in 2020. And so we are committed. We will pray, we will read the word and we will fast and we will seek your face. More connected to you, less connected to the world, believing for that in 2020. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.